the regimental funeral for Constable Travis Jordan and Constable Brett Ryan, the two fallen EPS officers that took place today. We've seen some incredible visuals and heard some really remarkable insights from some of those that spoke at the funeral today. And we have some pretty unique perspective from one of our own co-host of this morning and honorary colonel for 408 Tactical Helicopter Squadron with the Royal Canadian Air Force, our very own Jalen Nye is hey, joining Chelsea. me in studio. Jay, <laughs> thank you so much for making the time on what has been a marathon day for you, but an important one. And your role in it is so unique that we, we had to hear from you firsthand. So you did the show this morning. So yeah, did the show this morning and then headed down to the legislature grounds. Uh, my commanding officer of uh, 408 Squadron had asked me if uh, I would march with him um, and a couple of other members in the military contingent uh, in in the regimental parade and it was an honor to be asked and of course an, an honor to be there so um, absolutely said yes so ended up down at the legislature grounds fairly early probably around 10 so it was really able to see the gathering of of all of the officers and all of the federal agency officers you name it the, the, the hundreds upon thousands of people who were down there and, you know, when you watch it on the video and you watch it on TV, I mean, I think you get a real sense of how big it was and you see everybody lined up in front of you and then you turn around and you see stretched as far as the eye could see behind you, you realize just how big it is. And I've covered military, or I've covered, you know, police funerals and military funerals in the past over my, you know, over my career, but to be in the middle of it and 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 seeing it firsthand was was really really powerful and um you know when you first get there you know people are seeing each other meet and greeting like they haven't seen you know some of them in a very very long time it's mm. just this fine balance of remembering why you're there but right. also that connect and i think witnessing that connect firsthand and about how you know, you heard Chief McPhee talk about leaning in, leaning mm-hmm. on, and that's what was happening there this morning and throughout the day. Some of the aerial coverage that we saw mm-hmm. was just magnificent, mm-hmm. to say the least, because you're right. I mean, it was just, it was a sea of blue Mm -hmm. and it was something so powerful Mm -hmm. because we you know we don't often have those scenes of tradition and of pageantry and acknowledgement in our community Mm -hmm. and so to see something like that and really take a step back and recognize the scope of this it was it was incredibly humbling but it really made me wonder about what it felt like to be a part of it because at the end of the day all of all of the people that are taking part are yes uniformed officers that risk their lives mm-hmm. every single day and go into danger and dangerous situations but they're human beings and that emotion must be palpable when you're walking amongst them you know it, it, it is and it was even beforehand i had actually run in to go to the to the ladies room before it all started and someone asked me they said are, are you jay lynn and i said yes and anyway she knew the officers very well and actually her husband knew the officers very well and um was was there that night they were there that night her her husband was was with um with the constables that evening and she just grabbed me and she held on to me she's like can i give you a hug and i said yeah she says we're just it's just so emotional right now and there's just so much and so like it 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 didn't even matter that I was, you know, a complete stranger. This woman just wanted to, um, I think, have that that connect. So it was there. And when, when you're actually marching, 
and let's be real, I haven't done a lot of marching in my role as an honorary colonel. <laughs> um, it um, It's also very, very powerful because there's so much tradition that goes along uh, with that. But what struck me was how very quiet it was. All I can remember at one point thinking to myself, all I can hear is the swish back and forth of the uniforms. Wow. And, and the feet on the ground, you know, left, right, left, right. You know, that's all I could hear. And I, I was looking at the people lined on the side of the, the roads and they were just silent and they were holding signs or they were crying or whatever it was. But it was just silent. And then when you made your way into Roger's place and you sat down and the ceremony got started, it was silent. Remember, remember the night uh, at the hockey game um, when they did a moment of silence uh, for the constables? That's how silent it was through the entire service. Sometimes I think that that can be one of the most incredibly powerful and moving experiences is when thousands of mm -hmm. people are silent yeah. together yeah. to just show that yeah. level of respect. Yeah. It's really something incredible to uh, behold. And you could you could feel you could feel the emotion yeah. even just watching the feed on YouTube or on Global Edmonton. Yeah. But I think to to be there must have been such a, an incredible experience. It's 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 it was an honor to to be there, and uh, I have um, uh, a long held great uh, support and admiration for people who wear uh, a uniform and who put their lives in front of ours, um, no questions asked. Um, so it was, and it's it was a bit of a unique perspective for me to to, to be able to be there and to to witness it. And to look around the room, look around Roger's place, and see you know hundreds of Mounties in their red serge and their their tan their tan hats, and then look down in front of me, it's all military people, and over to the side, it's the paramedics, and seeing people from you know Barrie and from Toronto, it the coming together, the the, the brother and sisterhood, you know, you talk about that, that brother and sisterhood, uh, just so on display and. And that truly, I believe, is, you know, what helps them get through something like this is knowing that, OK, well, we're here together in this and hopefully they will continue to talk and guide each other through this. We heard some strong words from, you know, family members and from uh, the from the widows, my goodness, uh, from the police chief talking about how we need to continue. And we I'm saying we the royal we, but they they but as a community as well need to continue to to support. We can't just walk away after, well, the funeral's done, so you just don't forget about it. You know, it's in the weeks to come. It's a week from now, two weeks from now, two months from now, six months from now. And I think that's an important reminder. And, you know, the fact about grief, grief comes in waves. It doesn't have a, a set timeline, does it? I think that conversation about the brotherhood and the sisterhood mm -hmm. is something that I know I really took away. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like that moment that you shared with that woman mm -hmm. uh, before the procession mm -hmm. where it's a complete stranger and she reaches out and grabs you and yeah. you can sort of unite and come together is, I think, what we need to take away from all of this is that that brotherhood and that sisterhood can expand beyond those in uniform and have that ripple effect within our community. And I hope that I hope that we can take some of that lesson away and come together. And we heard from the police chief as mm -hmm. well talking about, you know, having a more 
a, a more of a readiness to show that gratitude and that support and I think that sense of community and I hope that we can do that. And I think one of the really important things and we're getting there with it is talking about the mental health aspect yeah. of it and and you know one of the things I talked about that woman with I'm like are you are you getting help do you have help do you have that support and she said yes we do and I said okay good that's that's something that we need to continue to talk about um, not just you know for those you know frontline we're for everyone right and I think it's it's okay to say you know help isn't a weak word I need help isn't a weak statement it's a powerful statement it's one of the most powerful statements you could probably ever make in in your life and um and it's important to remember that in the days ahead no matter no matter where you are in your world whether you're affected by this or not yeah exactly no matter how connected yeah. you are or if, yeah. if you are or if you aren't Mm-mm. to these two that have fallen uh, we aired a little bit of the widow of Brett Ryan's mm-hmm. um, eulogy when she talked about that grief coming in mm-hmm. waves and many of you on the text line Jed Nation saying yeah I relate I mean who among us hasn't been in a situation where they're grieving and they're feeling that yeah. loss and acknowledging that you need help is something so incredibly important to do Jalen thank you so much for coming pleasure. in and chatting with me about it. I really appreciate getting your firsthand perspective. Mm, you. uh, I'm just incredibly honored <laughs> that you had this kind of a role in today and that you would come in and speak to us about it. Well, I was honored that my squadron asked me to be a part of it. So thank you very much. Thank you. Jalen Nye, co-host of This Morning and Honorary Colonel for 408 Tactical Helicopter Squadron with the Royal Canadian Air Force, joining me to let me know, uh, let us know what it was like to be part of that procession and to be part of that crowd at Rogers Place. And some of those moments of silence, she's saying, are the absolute most incredible moments.